This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. What's up, everybody? It's Rob Brandt. And it's Rick Brandt, and we are the Brothers Brandt. Welcome back to episode 121 of the Brothers Brandt podcast. This one's a special one, Ricky. This one is Forks Up. Forks Up, people. Forks Up, ASU. Dude, what an epic weekend. Did you have fun that weekend? Rob I think the whole town knows I had fun that weekend. Ladies and gentlemen, for my bachelor party, we got the whole crew together, the whole band, all 10 of us, my best buddies, my best friend, Rob. It was awesome, man. It was incredible. We went, we flew to Scottsdale, Phoenix, Tempe, Arizona area, and tore it up. You want to talk about a sports town. We're going to, this is all about ASU this episode. We're going to talk about the football. We're going to talk about their basketball. We're going to talk about their golf. We're going to talk a little college football at the end. So we got a full slate of things we're talking about, Ricky. But um, you want to talk about a sports city, you know, growing up in the Northeast, obviously New York City, you got all the major sports there, all four major sports. You got hockey, baseball, basketball, football. And you got a, a, a plethora of teams to choose from. Then you move down south a little bit. You got Philly. You got Boston, right? You know, we're kind of privileged with that. And then you leave the Northeast and you're kind of scrambling on where to go. And, like, obviously you got Chicago and L.A. Those are the obvious ones, right? But I got to say, Rick, Phoenix. The Phoenix metro area in terms of sports, easily top ten, might, be, might, might make my five top five. Might be my five. Might be my fifth spot there. 
Rob, you're always going to have great weather there. Even when it's hot, it's still enjoyable. There's so much going on. You have year-round sports. And we had the opportunity to get on campus at Arizona State University, home of the Sun Devils. And the first night of the bachelor trip, I mean, we kicked this thing off with a banger. All right. Did we? Did we not? I'm pretty sure all of us was in bed by 930. And that's the way we like it. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> no, we do. We, we, we set the tone uh, early for this bachelor party. Um, you know, we flew in uh, thir- Thursday. Everybody got there on a Thursday afternoon. And uh, we, Rick, dude, hats off to you, man. You're a genius. You're so good at this. You're so organized. Um, you reached out to ASU. You, you hooked up with our boy, Colton. Man, if Colton runs for president of the United States, he's got my vote, like locked in, ready to go. All right. So for our listeners out there, Colton Turner, shout out to Colton Turner. This man, unbelievable. I I have no doubt that Colton Turner, if he someday wants to be an athletic director at Arizona State University or any other university in the United States, he will get there. This man is top notch. He couldn't have come with any greater hospitality than what he brought us that weekend. Yeah. And and Rick, so for our listeners out there, what Rick did was he reached out to ASU athletic department saying, hey, we're going to be in town for a bachelor party. We're doing all these fun activities, but we're going to go see ASU. My brother and I go around the country looking at stadiums, watching games, doing sports road trips. We'd love to check out your facilities. Colton was like, dude, absolutely. Let me Let me hook it up for you guys. Let me do a little tour for you. And Colton was like, literally like, he goes, Hey guys, like nobody ever asks us to do this, but like, I love giving a tour of our facility. And like, what else was I going to do? Like, you know, help students download tickets onto their phone and answer a million questions. I'd much rather be giving a tour to, you know, fans and like, you know, showing the facilities and getting you guys hyped. And, you know, we, we were, we rolled out there, Rick, we had ASU swag on, you're rocking the 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 sun devil hat the jersey the pat tillman jersey um and and we all had arizona state swag compliments to you going on ebay and buying asu stuff rob that was the least i could do we had 10 guys flying from all over the country they were all converting on this city for this game and i wanted everybody to be decked out like the brothers brant typically do it you arrive early you dress the part, mm-hmm. you bring a lot of positivity and lo and behold, we had the time of our lives that night. Yeah. So Colton took us around the stadium, Rick, talk about the stadium. Then I'm going to get into the history. We'll talk about the game. Absolutely. It'd be my privilege and honor to talk about Arizona state university and its football program and its stadium. And so here's what happened. We got there early and not only did Colton go above and beyond to kind of coordinate this tour, this private VIP tour at two o'clock in the afternoon, five hours before kickoff, before the stadium even opened. But he also was able to connect us with their media relations communications department and provided a dear friend of ours, a friend of the podcast, Mr. Ram Silverman, with a sideline credential to photograph the game on the sidelines with all of the other professional photographers. Keep in mind, his photographs were outstanding. Yeah. And, and what a side note right there, because I don't think we'll loop back to it, but 
you got an email or something from the uh, person once you thank them saying, hey, thanks so much for getting our buddy Ram on there. And, and the person just goes, yeah, we normally never allow people on the sideline to take photos with everybody, but your friend literally have some, has some of the best shots I've ever seen. Oh, they were ecstatic. They've distributed them all throughout their athletic department. And it was all around a great success. Just that one little opportunity to do something special for a dear friend. It worked out so perfect. He had such a great time. And Colton, getting back to what he had done for us, was he showed us everything, Rob. We got there early. He showed us into their Hall of Fame. So if you've ever been to Arizona State University, their Hall of Fame, Athletic Hall of Fame, is located right at the stadium itself. And if you haven't, you should definitely go. They have all these tributes. They call Arizona State University, it's Major League U, MLB U, uh, because they actually have the most Major League Baseball players to have graduated and played at ASU than any other university in the country. So um, Barry Bonds, I mean, like they have all these legends that have played at ASU that are either now or were in major league baseball. Their golf program has legendary golfer, Phil Mickelson, John Rahm, Paul Casey. Like they've got so many historic golfers in their program. Michael Phelps gets trained by the ASU swimming coach. Like, Rob, I could go on and on and on. I know you're going to get into it in a little bit. Dude, well, I mean, we'll hang here for a minute. Like, we'll just rattle off a bunch of stuff. One, my favorite thing was seeing the rivalry between ASU and U of A and the different trophies that they have and the cup for football. Like, whoever wins the Territorial Cup gets to hold the trophy, and it's been at ASU for the past, like, five years or four years, um, which is a lot of fun. Uh, Think about it, Rob. Think about it. We've been to Oregon, Oregon State, Michigan, Ohio State, Florida, Florida State, Alabama, like you name it, Georgia. Like we've been all these amazing programs and rivalries, Penn State, whatever. And like this is right up there. This is the pack. This is the Pac-12 heated rivalry. We've done the UCLA, USC. I mean, come on now. This is Arizona State versus university of arizona and it was really funny how uh like i have a dear friend that is a huge osu fan like huge huge ohio state fan and when they talk about michigan he just goes yeah we call it ishigan or the team up north like we don't refer to it as michigan it's ishigan or team up north and uh and that's that's exactly what they do in arizona state they refer to it the team down south or i don't know like some other stuff they were saying so i was just like it, it was just really funny to hear that banter and then like the the this other sports too like their swimming is insane uh they they triathlons just became a division one sport tri triathlons and arizona state has been national champs for the past three years (laughs) they host the national championship every year they have a hockey team they have a division one hockey team in arizona and uh they it's actually where the coyotes are going to be playing in a five thousand person stadium uh and it's uh it was really cool the the mullet family shout out to the mullet family it's an actual family ties to arizona state and apparently from minnesota and they donated like all the money 50 million dollars or something crazy to build this new athletic facility 
And on opening day, Colton was like, yeah, they're going to, they're going to be giving out mullets uh, as like, you know, fanfare stuff. <laughs> I can't wait to see that. That's going to be all over sports center. Rob, the athletic facilities at ASU rival any other place we've ever been to. And after we took a tour of the hall of fame area, we then got a chance to go into the stadium itself and go check out a few suites. Prior to that, we went down out on the field. We got to see where the players run out. They just redid not too long ago, their football facility with their weight room and their locker room. Uh, there's a massive Pat Tillman statue mm -hmm. that all the players pass by when they come out of that onto the field. And we'll get into it in just a little while about having been on the field when they come out. It's, it's pretty electric, but oh, man, it's amazing. We circled the stadium. We got to see all various levels of it, the suites, um, the renovations they've done. I think one of the things that make it the most unique, especially when you see it on TV and then when you're in person, it's just like jaw dropping is it's built into a mountain. So the Arizona Cardinals NFL football team, when they first came to Arizona, I think they were like an expansion team and uh, they built this stadium. They were the ones who initially built the stadium. They apparently had set off some dynamite within this, this mountain range and blew it up to open it up for a stadium to be built. So if you look online, or I'm sure we'll put up some photos of this, it's actually, like I said, built into a mountain range where there's mountains on both sides of the stadium. It's in this range. It's pretty epic. And um, yeah, eventually Arizona State University ends up taking it over. It's their home football stadium. The Cardinals no longer play there. Um, and then it was a larger stadium with all this bowl type seating. They decided to knock that out and then just make it a little bit more friendlier of a confine for college football a little smaller seated capacity um, they opened it up for some suites which you and i all of us we have to sit in in one of the end zones so just a really special place it was great to see before the game before the tens of thousands packed it in after we looked at the football stadium though rob we went over to the basketball arena which it sounds like is on the top of the list for new facilities coming their way it, has this old historic outside feel to it, like a lot of um, college basketball stadiums do. If you've been around the country, you've seen them in Texas, Oklahoma. It's this like dome, but like crater looking historic yeah. brick building. And um, it doesn't look that big, but it's because it drops down in the middle. It goes downward. So the court's almost like underground, if you will. Yeah. And we went out there and just got a chance to be in this empty basketball stadium, which we've seen on TV so many times. Uh, talk about the Inferno, Rob. That was pretty sick, wasn't it? Well, I want to talk about like the football stadium. I want to talk about the history of the football team, if that's okay. If you want to back it up, talk a little bit about the football now. Let's do it, man. Definitely. Well, should I do Inferno and then and then and then go to it? Tell them about the Inferno. Then let's go back to the football because we're going to go to the game after this. Okay, cool. Then we'll, then we'll do the history of the football. But um, so the basketball, so the basketball facility, just a little background on it. So Rick, you know, the, the stadium is, is kind of, you know, built there and then it's into the ground and it's like the Inferno is the student section. And I loved it. I loved how they nicknamed the student section, the Inferno. I like how they do that with the Cameron, Cameron crazies and, 
you know, obviously it's so hot there and then the sun devil. So it's the inferno and it's right behind uh, one of the basketball, one of the hoops. And they had this thing that went viral over the past couple of years. And it was the curtain of death, I believe. Curtain so of doom, embraced, something like that. Curtain of doom, like they embraced the darkness. And uh, it's a black curtain with like PVC piping and they put it right at the baseline. So picture you're in a po you're an U of A player, right? Taking a foul shot. And you know, the place is supposed to be really quiet for you to take the foul shot if you're at home. It's a ruckus environment at ASU. P like they're screaming, making all this noise. And then there's this black curtain with PVC piping on the baseline right in front of you. And they open up the curtain while you're taking a foul shot. And sometimes it's just like a college kid with no shirt on, like putting whipped cream all over his body. <laughs> and then one time Colton was saying that uh, they had Michael Phelps with all of his like 50 million medals around his neck, uh, standing behind the curtain as the guy was taking a foul shot. And they- just a Speedo. Injustice Speedo, yeah. Gotta <laughs> remember Speedo. And Harvard did a study, or someone did a study, where it said like the the curtain of doom decreased actual, like they actually had stats to back up that it decreased the percentage of foul shots by I think like to seventy two percent instead of like ninety five percent. It brought it down like twelve percent or something, which was so crazy. And I love that they call the student section there the inferno. And it's also referred to as the 942 crew because there's 942 seats in this area where the students sit and they were having trouble packing it in. So when they came up with that idea to do this activation during foul shots, that really, uh, really inspired the student body to get involved and uh, come out. And now it's like darn near impossible to get a seat in there if you're a student. It's true. And a little uh, history of the Sun Devils. So the Sun Devils are, uh, let me give you a little history, some famous NBA players that came from the ASU facilities and ASU. Um, number one is James Harden. James Harden came out of ASU. He was a Sun Devil. Byron Scott, um, you know, Lyle Hollins. Uh, but I think James Harden is just like the most known from everyone, right? Yeah, NBA um, superstar, all-star, probably a Hall of Famer at one point. Exactly. And uh, they're coached by Bobby Hurley. And the reason why Rick and I also love ASU is because Bobby Hurley is a Jersey boy. Um, his dad coached at St. Peter's or St. Anthony's up in, up in North Jersey. He holds like the winningest record of all time for – um, for high school sports and Bobby went on to play at Duke and was one of their best players at Duke. He played in the NBA and he's really revitalized the ASU program. And it's cool because they've had some notable wins over the past couple of years. They went to Kansas and have beaten Kansas twice in the past two times that they've played them. Uh, they've made the tournament a bunch of times, uh, NCAA tournament. Uh, they've won the PAC 12, which is sweet. But uh, yeah, just just a cool team. And I, I can't wait to watch them this this fall and winter and just, you know, know that we were standing on the fork. And it was so cool, man. It was so cool. Awesome. So after we check out the basketball, it's now, you know, getting close to game time. We went downtown. There's a, a Mill Ave, I think it's called. It's like their uh, bar street with all the restaurants and got a great bite to eat. 
did a little bit of tailgating, checked out a few different parties that were happening and just had a great time. The atmosphere was like growing and buzzing. And now it was time to uh, like get over to the stadium for the game. And what was so cool getting back to our boy Colton from ASU is he shoots me a text message unbeknownst to me. We had said goodbye about an hour prior. We said we'd see you at the game. Maybe he'd pop by where we're sitting in the suite. Um, but, you know, really kind of said goodbye at that point after the tour. Yeah. And he sends this text message over that says, hey, not sure if you're up for it or not, but I have one last surprise if if your group's all right with this. Meet me at the stadium at such and such time. We're going to need you to bring out the flag when the team comes running out onto the field. If you're interested, (laughs) this guy, when he sent that to me, I got chills. I got goosebumps. I was just like, this can't be happening right now. I thought you asked him. I thought you asked him. I was like, Rick, you can't just go around asking people to bring out the flag. And he, dude, again, Colton for president. Agreed. 100%. So the group of 10 of us roll up and like, we're pretty stoked now. I got to tell you. The tour was cool. The tour was very cool. But to go on the field pregame, just with the group that we had, to get some photos, to have the videos, and to have those memories of this stadium filling in and the sun setting, the fireworks going off, the music, you could feel the stadium just shaking. And lo and behold, we were there in the end zone. All 10 of us grabbed onto the flag and the place is rocking, Rob. It reminded me of the day that we were in Denver shaking the flag when the Broncos came running out onto the field. This was exactly like that. Only I had my 10 closest buddies with me. So it just made it like that much better. It's like one of the coolest things to ever happen to us. And uh, you know, you summed it up perfectly. I think they were playing Thunderstruck or Hell's Bells or something like that and fireworks going off and everyone had a great time. And then at the end, every like a couple of people were just like, does this happen to you guys regularly? And we're like, yes, yeah, happens a good amount. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then we went up, we hung in the suite in the end zone. Uh, we watched the game. Arizona State University ended up destroying Northern Arizona University who's from uh, Flagstaff, Arizona, a couple hours north of where ASU is located. That was to be expected. It's one of those uh, cupcake games at the beginning of the season. And listen, Northern Arizona University, though, has pulled off upsets just last year. They defeated University of Arizona Wildcats. So um, I was anticipating a little bit closer game, but Herm Edwards and the boys the Sun Devils, they were ready to rock and roll for night one of the bachelor party, Rob. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, it, it was a blast. Uh, Her- Hermie, Herm Edwards, just, uh, you know, took it to northern Arizona. There was not going to be an Appalachian State, Texas A&M situation going on here. In no, ASU. sir. No, sir. Tell us a little bit about the ASU program on the football field, and then we'll get to the golf program. Yeah, you know, I think, um, you know, I'll run through some stats with it, and then I just definitely want to highlight Pat Tillman and um so some stats so so herm edwards uh former jets coach uh former eagles uh standout cornerback um it's his fifth season at the helm for the sun devils 
He currently has a 26 and 18 record. So 600 record, which is awesome. Um, and, uh, unfortunately their last conference title came in 1978. Okay. Or actually, no, sorry. That's when they joined the PAC 12. Um, but, uh, their, their all time record is 630 and 409. So they're, a, they're a winning program. They win. That's what they do. Right. Um, they have 17 conference titles. They have 17 consensus all Americans. And, you know, it's an interesting year because they had some sanctions against them. So a lot of their star people left. So we'll see what happens this year. However, I'm a sun devil, man. After that tour, after that experience, you, you bet your ass I'm rooting for the sun devils in the pac 12. I didn't have a dog in the fight in the pac 12. Now I do. And it's ASU. Um, now I don't know if you echo those sentiments, Rick. But forks up, uh, baby. Forks up. Forks up, baby. Ride or die. But I do want to highlight um, the uh, Pat, T- Pat Tillman and the um, number 42. So, Pat Tillman, for those of you that don't know, he was the captain of Arizona State. And in 1997, uh, he helped them uh, get to the Rose Bowl after an undefeated season. Uh, he weren't, he earned three consecutive uh, Pac-10 All-Academic Football Team nominations. Uh, he was a first-team All-Academic All-American honor, as well as NCAA's Postgraduate Scholarship for Academic and Athletic Excellence. And he was a beast at ASU, captain, all that good stuff. And he got selected in the seventh round of the 1998 NFL draft. And a lot of people were skeptical of his NFL career. He uh, got selected by the Arizona Cardinals. So homegrown ASU and literally just 30 minutes away, got drafted by the Arizona Cardinals. And a lot of people were like, oh, I don't know if he'll ever make the team. He ended up making the team. He ended up becoming their starting safety, his, his rookie season. And he broke the franchise record for tackles in 2000, his rookie season, with 224 tackles. Rick, he had 224 tackles in one season. Rob, that is bonkers. And, like, to kind of put that in perspective, guys, that's, like, some of the best statistical data that our current NFL defenders are putting up. So, like, think of, like, Khalil Mack or – uh, Aaron Donald, or just like somebody who's on the defense, Jalen Ramsey, like some epic defender right now in the NFL. That's what Pat Tillman was during those years. And seventh round selection, right? That doesn't happen to become the to become the captain. But Pat Tillman did that. And then what's most inspiring about Pat is not only was he an academic All American for three years, not only was he a captain, led them to the Rose Bowl. Uh, you know, got drafted in the NFL, was clearly seeing a lot of success there as a rookie, 226 tackles. But what uh, cemented Pat Tillman in ASU history forever and, and sports forever as a sports icon and just as a leader is when the unfortunate events of September 11th happened with the planes hitting the World Trade Center, the Pentagon and all that, the terrorist attacks. Um Pat Tillman uh, decided to stop his NFL career, even though he was only in the league for two years. And 
he decided to enlist as a as a as a marine and uh, or, or in the army, and or, yeah, became a ranger, so an army ranger, which is the highest level you could possibly be in the army. And he went and served in the military for a couple of years in Iraq and Afghan in Afghanistan. And unfortunately, he did not survive. He you know friendly fire. However, the situation happened. Um, he did not survive. And uh, that is why he is forever remembered at ASU, across the nation. Uh, every September 11th in football, there's, there's honoring him uh, at the stadium. There's a Pat Tillman statue uh, that is placed right outside, the, right, right uh, behind the goalpost uh, for one of the end zones. And it's a pretty badass statue of him with long hair, like running out, right? And uh, every player on ASU has to touch that statue before they take the field. Um, so I just got chills kind of explaining that. Um, I did I hope, too, Rob. You I did a hell did of a job. I hope I did, did it justice. justice but, you uh, did it. You did. It was a great recap to who Pat Tillman was, what he did, and he will forever be yeah. the most synonymous player with the Arizona State University football program. And this is this is a quote right here, um, you know, days after the September 11th attacks. This is what he said to a reporter. Pat said this to a reporter. At times like this, you stop and think about just how good we have it, what kind of system we live in here and the freedoms that we're allowed. A lot of my family has gone and fought in wars, and I really haven't done a damn thing. And that's what inspired him to go and fight for this country. What a man, what a legend. We got to experience all that in person at Arizona State University, Rob. So um, really, really awesome experience and definitely recommend any listener out there to make their way to Tempe. So that was night one, first day of the bachelor party trip. And we did a lot of great stuff. That was on a Thursday and it was a Labor Day weekend. So kind of extended it and went to a several other sporting events, which in upcoming podcast episodes, we'll get to those epic other sports experiences that we had that weekend. But if we jump all the way to the end of the weekend, on the final day, we stuck with our Arizona State University boys, forks up. We went and coordinated with the head coach of the men's golf program, Mr. Matt Thurmond. Matt is their head coach there and could not have been more gracious. Similar to Colton, incredible hospitality. He did not have to do this on a holiday weekend, but the Arizona State University golf program is regarded nationwide as one of the best every year in the country. Like last year, they lost in the national championship to Texas. Every year they're competing to be the absolute best. So it was an honor for the best program in the country to have their head coach join us for an hour on a holiday weekend, open up his doors to his home, his facility, and walk us around and show us the state-of-the-art equipment and design that they have created for their student athletes there, Rob. I was, I was blown away. Yeah, it was incredible. Um, so 
it's at Papago Golf Course, which is a public golf course in Tempe, which we highly recommend that. That is a great golf course. We happen to be there while some construction and renovations were being done to the course. This winter, they should be completed. And it's a great course. It's an affordable course. It's a lot of fun. And what makes it so unique is that there's these, these mountain ranges, which don't even look like mountains. They kind of look like craters. And they're off in the background of this course. When you're like at the moon rocks. Range, yeah, it looks like moon rocks. When you're on the driving range, you're just bombing drives into the what looks like the abyss with that in the background. It's picture yeah. perfect. And what's neat about it is on the course property in the middle, basically, of the driving range, the pro shop, and the golf course itself is this walled off facility that has this copper tone fencing to it wall look where it's like what's going on back there like i don't even know it looks like fort knots the way it's some of the some of the uh guys that were helping us like get situated with our golf carts like the starters i guess you would call them they uh they go yeah that's area 51 over there (laughs) we're not allowed over there it's lo and behold rick sends an email follows up with persistence and uh and we lock in a, a tour of the facility the answer is always no until you ask so i reached out i shared with him what we were envisioning for the weekend and just asked i asked would it be okay and not only was he more than willing to show us the facility but he was appreciative of how supportive we are of the golf program and we oh, love yeah. ASU golf and you know we're going to talk about the program in just a little bit but before we get into that so this man opens up the the gate i mean this thing had a code it was like there's no way you're getting in here if you don't have permission to be in here so uh that was pretty cool to just walk through the gates and yeah. get into their main lobby area where both the women and the men share this facility and it is decked out with all these NCA trophies in the lobby. We're going to put up some pictures in a little while, but there's all these uh, paintings of famous ASU golf players all throughout. Uh, they have this kitchen and lobby area that looks like a resort. And then their gym, their facility where you can work out was equipped with Pelotons and uh, just just unbelievable to see what kind of facilities these golfers are working with. Yeah, it was really cool. Uh, it was beautiful. I mean, state of the art, you know. And then in the back, like, it, they had, like, a hangout area where they had ping pong and, uh, you know, barbecue setups. And, like, they can hang there. Like, the, Matt was saying they can come whenever they want and just enjoy the facilities and, you know, watch TV, hang out in rocking chairs and stare out at these moon rocks, right? It's crazy. Um, and I just thought it was so cool. It felt like a scene out of, like, Batman where like they open the garage door and Matt takes us to this facility where they have this little putting area and they can do all these uh, kind of tests on it, elevated putting surface. And then he, he opens up the garage and he goes, yeah, check out our driving range. And to the left, you have Papa goes driving range, which are just, you know, average driving range. And then all of a sudden you look out here and it's just this Mecca of a driving range into this big crater moon rock out there. And we walk out and, Matt turns and goes, yeah, you see that, uh, you see that kid over there? Yeah. That's actually the number one recruit in the nation. And, uh, he goes, yeah, his name's Luke Potter. 
and I start laughing because um, I'm friendly. I know I know PJ Potter, which is his dad, a Cutco guy. Uh, my friend John is really great friends with PJ. And I go, oh yeah, his dad's PJ Potter. And he goes, yeah, how'd you know that? And I was like, oh, like my friend is friends with his dad and things like that. And he goes, oh man, that's awesome. And Matt was just like, yeah, he's the number one recruit in the nation. And I didn't know how good he was. John told me how good he was, but then I looked him up and like, there's things this kid Luke Potter has done that hasn't been done in 121 years in Southern California golf. He's from San Diego. And the last person to win an amateur tournament of the status that he did was Tiger Woods. Exactly. Matt. This like, guy is going to be, he's not going to be at ASU long. Like, <laughs> you, you know, what's funny is not only is Luke Potter on the scene there at ASU, but they had a golfer. His name was David Puig and David, yeah. Puig, he was a senior going into his senior year this year and live golf just scooped him up for some absurd contract. But like, if you're a golfer in high school and you're thinking about playing in college and you're like really good, ASU is the number one program. Everybody wants to go there. So for these golfers to get on campus and be a part of this atmosphere, it was very easy to see why everybody wants to go to ASU if you're a golfer. Exactly. 100%. Unbelievable. Yeah, it was was an awesome time, Rick. Again, Phoenix metro area, you know, Tempe with ASU, Scottsdale with with, uh, the Waste Management Open, Glendale, Arizona, where the Cardinals are. Uh, Phoenix with the Suns, the Coyotes, the Diamondbacks, like they got it all, man. It's, it's an epic city. Uh, loved every second of it. I had a great time there, Rick. The whole town knows you had a great time. The golf was so much fun at Papago. And then afterwards we had dinner at Lou's bar and grill, which is right there at, in the clubhouse golf course area, gorgeous sunset. It was a picture perfect way to end what was a most memorable weekend We'll get into some of the other sports escapades in future episodes. For all you listeners out there, I'm Rick Brandt. And I'm Rob Brandt, and we're the Brothers Brand. Thanks for listening. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.